Good morning. It's Thursday, October 6th, National Noodle Day. Listen, if you're playing your cards right, every day is noodle day. Breakfast, breakfast noodles. Lunch, lunch noodles. Dinner, dinner noodles. Live, laugh, love noodles. You know, what is this joke? Anyway, uh, I think I'm just hungry. And now the news. Let's start with a story I didn't know at all on Monday, and apparently none of us knew all of until today, which is that on Monday morning, VP Harris was in a very minor car accident. It was a single car accident that happened on a closed road as she was being driven into work, and her SUV hit a curb so hard that the tire had to be replaced. Easy, kind of no real incident at all. She was transferred to another car, taken safely to work. No injuries were reported. However, given how easy of a drive this is and how highly trained the Secret Service agents are, many, including Harris, have been left wondering how it happened. Now, we don't know that part yet, but adding to the mystery of all this is the fact that the Secret Service also failed to note some of the details of the incident when they first reported it later that day. At first, they noted that the delay was simply a mechanical failure that caused her to need to be transferred to another vehicle and taken to work. Secret Service Director Kim Cheadle, who has only had this job for a month, has confided to allies, who then turned around and told the Washington Post, that she was disturbed by the inaccuracies on the report. And that's what we want. The Secret Service lying about something as small as a single car, no injury accident, and the director of the Secret Service saying that she is disturbed by the lie. Confidence. All around. As far as the eye can see. Great. The Fifth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals has ordered a lower court review of the Biden administration's changes to the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, or DACA, program, leaving its future up in the air. Currently, the program remains active, but expect this case to make its way all the way up to the Supreme Court, marking the third time the program has headed there. In 2016, the Supreme Court deadlocked 4-4 over an expanded DACA and a version of the program for parents of DACA recipients, which kept in place a lower court decision for the benefits to be blocked. In 2020, the Supremes ruled 5-4 that the Trump administration improperly ended DACA by failing to follow federal procedures allowing it to stay in place. Another day, another story about how Georgia voters sort of hold democracy in their hands. Well, I guess not technically all of democracy, but certainly they can help keep some of the bads out. Yesterday, I talked about Herschel Walker, and today I have to talk about Marjorie Taylor Greene, which is a bummer for me anytime I have to. As a reminder, she is the Q Believer Binkus House Rep who can't even sit on any committees in the House because of her racism, anti-Semitism, and belief in truly out there conspiracy theories. At a speech on Saturday in Michigan, she said the following, quote, I'm not going to mince words with you all. Democrats want Republicans dead, and they have already started the killings. To be clear, there is no evidence supporting this. This is a very thinly veiled call for violence. What she is referring to are two different incidents which she, as well as Fox News and other followers of her, have completely rewritten history to say were attacks on Republicans by Democrats. There is no evidence that supports that. This is your constant reminder that all members of the House are on the ballot this year. And this woman, who is a literal danger to society and luckily, literally can't contribute anything to the House because she is such a menace, should not be reelected. 
Okay, this story is different than yesterday, but unfortunately, I have to put up the same warning. This story contains graphic descriptions of domestic violence. Please take care while listening. It's the last story of the episode, so if you'd rather just skip it, I understand and I'm proud of you for protecting yourself. In a court filing on Tuesday, Angelina Jolie alleged that on a 2016 flight, Brad Pitt grabbed her by the head, shook her, and slammed her against a wall. When some of their children tried to defend her, he choked one of them and struck another. At one point on this same flight, he poured beer on Jolie and beer and red wine on the kids. Viling also says that the FBI could have charged Pitt with a federal crime after an agent investigated the case, but all parties decided not to press charges. This came from a cross-complaint against Pitt as part of a legal fight over the winery the couple used to own together, which had broken down after Jolie refused to sign, quote, a non-disclosure agreement that would have contractually prohibited her from speaking outside of the court about Pitt's physical and emotional abuse of her and her children. A representative for Pitt, who was not authorized to speak publicly, called the allegations, quote, another rehash that only harms the family, which is not the defense they think it is. And you know what? In this house, until proven otherwise, we believe women. This is indefensible behavior that doesn't make it any less indefensible because you happen to like a movie they were in or because you're a fan of their music. Abuse is abuse is abuse, no matter who did it. Approximately one in four women in America have experienced severe physical violence by an intimate partner in their lifetime. One in 15 children are exposed to intimate partner violence each year. Help is available through the National Domestic Violence Hotline by calling 800-799-7233 or texting START to 88788. That's it. That's the news. I'm proud of Angelina Jolie. It's hard to be brave like she's had to be, and anyone who can do that deserves to hear that someone is proud of them as often as possible. And on a much less important note, and not the reason I'm proud of her, you know what movie I like? Life or something like it. It's also, and I'm not joking about this, I'm putting a link to it, show notes, just because I, I want to make sure that you know this is not a joke. It is also National Transfer Money to Your Daughter Day, which is how I learned that the first wire transfer on record was done in 1872. And I'm proud of myself for learning this fact on this very important holiday. But more than that, more than the time that Angelina Jolie as Lady Kerrigan sang Satisfaction live on TV in the movie, Not in Real Life, but more than that still, and it was honestly quite a scene. I'm proud of you.